How can you become a pro soccer player slash footballer? This is going to be the Soccer Life Mastery Podcast or the Mastery Football Academy Podcast, we should say. And there's no Nasio. It's just myself because uh, we live too far away. Nasio is still with us and still coaching and everything. Nothing has changed. It's just we just have no time amongst doing 10 hours of video analysis and coaching every day and everything like that. Uh, so we're going to bring a, kind of a YouTube slash podcast where on YouTube I'll have a little presentation, nothing too pretty. But otherwise, the podcast will remain where we just have a little 10-minute spill about what I'm talking about now with the Mindset Masterclass, Tackle Masterclass, or whatever else we want to talk about, everything football-related. So let's crack on straight away. So how can you become a footballer? The ones listing right now. So for me, I have a little two-part or three-part system where step one is just become as good as possible as quickly as possible. It's your only job. It's number one priority, especially if you are 16 years and younger, you got nothing to worry about besides get good at football. And there's four parts of being a footballer. One is being a is your technical side. So improve your one v ones, and then within that bracket, okay, one v ones with the player behind you, one v ones with lots of space, one v one. But technically, there's two or three players around you in a tight area. That's some parts about one v one, and so. There's also shooting, okay, shooting from what distance, shooting with inside your foot, shooting from uh, on an awkward angle, okay, how do I shoot far post, okay, from um, from far out, maybe I can improve, how can I can chip the keeper, can I improve my shooting against a keeper, 1v0 against a keeper, you know, there's often times, uh, one-on-one against a keeper, people miss, but then those advanced plays, maybe fake the shot, dribble pass and score, so there's four brackets in terms of technical, tactical, physical, mental, but then within that bracket, there's even more subsets. So technical, there's four core skills, shooting, passing, first touch, uh, dribbling, running with the ball. And once again, I just showed within that 1v1 bracket, there's so many more brackets within that bracket. Um, And I could have actually probably, let's actually write that. So for example, 1v1, then there's 1v1 in space, then there's in tight areas, then there is uh, player behind you so 1v1 and you're trying to uh, play behind you you're trying to turn and score for example so you can see within technical there's 1v1 but within 1v1 there's all these brackets and let me show on the Soccer Life Master web page our academy page we do have uh, we kind of highlight our curriculum and we're working on trying to trying to execute that curriculum better and better um we're actually going to be sending out a feedback form on what we can do better because i want to make sure our programs are as good as possible but for the ones that are overseas and just listen to the podcast this is kind of a the general idea of what we want to do with our with our curriculum so for example our 10-week cycle we have shooting we have a laces power shot this is all in the technical bracket so we have technical skills and then within that bracket, there's 1v1 shooting, passing, etc. We've got laces shot. We've got turning and shooting. We have inside placement shot. We have shooting from across. We have headering. We have receiving and shooting on a full sprint. So there may be instances you're making a big long uh, run in behind the defenders and you're receiving a full sprint. How can you shoot on that full sprint? Then there's controlling a ball that's in an air. Can I quickly control and shoot? They're shooting under pressure. So there's shooting with players chasing you, there's shooting with players trying to tackle you, where there's a centre-back and I'm the striker and I'm getting tackled, but can I quickly get that shot off? Then there's free kicks, there's penalties. So there's so many brackets within the brackets of the bracket. I know, inception. And for example, for our 
passing and first touch curriculum. We've got back foot control. We have receiving on the half turn. So can I turn with my first touch? We have just a simple set touch. So um, like a bounce. So how good is my first time bounce? Does it bobble in the air? Does it go where I want? Do I have the way to pass? Hitting and receiving a long pass. So hitting a really high long pass and receiving that long pass. That's a different type of pass than first control. Then there's a curving long pass. So maybe um, like Kevin De Bruyne is a great example. Outside of his foot, he passes and it curves right onto his foot. That's another type of first touch passing um, uh, uh, technique. And then there's receiving passing at full sprint, similar to shooting. Like, for example, you're, you're sprinting and sprinting and sprinting. Like I said, that Kevin De Bruyne through ball, how good are you? Can you receive that pass at full sprint or do you struggle? Can you only receive when you're standing still and the ball comes straight to you? Receiving under pressure away from the defender. So there's a defender behind you or even actually there's a player, you receive the ball and there's a player screaming at you, like running straight at you. Can you be cool under pressure? He's running at me. It doesn't matter. I take my first touch past that player. Actually, let's make this YouTube video even better. So if you're listening to the podcast, I suggest going to YouTube. We're going to use um, like tactics boards. We're going to use um, you know little demonstrations on web pages and things like that. For example, what I mean by that receiving away from pressure, your teammate bounces you the ball. As that ball is coming, this guy is screaming right at your face. And can you take that first touch? past that player and then continue to dribble rather than freaking out and losing the ball another one is receiving with a player behind you so your teammate passes you the ball your first touch are you able to take that first touch away and pass the defender the defender behind you so there's so many things that you need to work on which is why it's important to set yourself a plan or join an academy which is going to cover all these bases so as a parent you may not even know or understand the curriculum that we're teaching and you might think it's a chaotic mess. There is method to the madness. And so that's only two subsections. There's also dribbling with the ball. So there's uh, ball mastery, having just quick um, ability to have the ball under any pressure. I can, you know, whatever I want to do with the ball, my body allows me to do that. Where you have some players who lack that ball mastery and they want to do something with the ball, but their body just can't do it. They haven't got that ability. There's dribbling at space, so sprinting into space with that ball. There's dribbling in tight areas in the midfield where there's a million people around you. There's dribbling and being able to do quick, sharp changes of direction, whether it is dribbling, 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 and a 45-degree change, which is more associated with 1v1. So for here, 45-degree turn, bang, I can go past the player. Then there's turning, so cool. Once again, either I've got the ball here and I'm in danger, so I want to be able to do a 180-degree turn and face the other way, or there's a player behind me, and am I good enough to do a 180-degree turn and get past the player, or even without a player? That's dribbling. 1v1s, we mentioned a 50-50 challenge, where Corp, there's a ball between two uh, me and the opposition. Who's going to get there first? Who can beat the player, etc.? What I like to use is the Maradona in a 50-50. Because if you can't get the first, but you might be able to get the first, reaching out with that foot and then spinning is a very good way to get to the ball first and actually beat the player too. So there's all these things that you have to be working on. And mind you, this is just technical. As we mentioned, there is also what? There's physical, there's tactical, there's mental. So the tactical side is often what we do with the video analysis. 
and some and and using this tactical board as well teaching about football but you can also at home watch football learn about football watch this youtube video watch other people's youtube videos learn about football because it's so clear on game days where you see a player and they are lost they don't know what to do when they have a ball and actually screenshotting this little um doc uh this little photo right here may do uh some really good uh in terms of learning, just about decision making. Okay, does your team have the ball? Okay, what do you do? Do you have the ball? What do you do? You have the ball when there's an opponent in front of you. What should you do? You have have the ball when there's no opponent in front of you. What should you do? There's always an answer. But um, if if you've never studied it, how are you meant to know? Same way if you don't study maths, you don't study English, you don't study whatever, you're not going to understand or know. So it's so important to study and learn. And if you don't, Someone else will, and that player will take your spot in terms of becoming a pro footballer. So if you want to become the 1% of 1%, you have to do what no one else is doing. To become the 1% player, you must do what the 1% of people are doing. If you just want to rock up to training twice a week, congrats, you're just going to be like every other player. You're going to be like 99% of players, so you're not going to be in that 1%. Okay, does that make sense? And it's, some, it's, and it's important to educate about this because... It's up to you. You might go, man. That is too much work, and I don't care about being a football enough to a footballer enough to be doing that work. Hundred percent, totally understand, totally agree, totally fine. But for the players that do really want to go pro, and they just never realised the amount of work they had to do, I'm here to help you. Here to teach you. One percent of people go pro, less than one percent probably. And it's up to you to become that one percent. No one else can do it for you. I'm here to help you and guide you. You know, I eventually want to be managing players, having an agency, you know, developing players, and then giving them pathways and managing their careers. That's my goal. That's what I want to do. And a part of that is educating you and mentoring you about these things. So far, we've only covered two tactical spots, and we haven't even gone down in the tactics part. There's learning about your position. There's learning about, okay, when the center mid, if, uh, if I'm the striker, and the centre midfield has the ball, where should I go? Okay, I'm the striker and the winger has the ball. What movement should I make? Okay, the ball gets switched from one side to the other side. Now, what should I do? There's always an answer. It's just whether you know it or not. Does that make sense? There's always an action in football, and then you have to react and make a separate action that is either going to be good for your team or bad for your team. Either one, you're going to make an action. But the more times you make a good action is when you'll become a better player, get better results, and become that 1% of people that want to become a pro footballer. Okay, So it's so important for you to understand that there are levels to this game. There is kicking a ball, being skillful, congrats. You've got one part of the game. Okay, There's players that are absolutely talented. They have the technical ability. And they're fast, and they're strong, and they're powerful, and they're fit, and they're a machine. But there's nothing up here. And then they're not going to become that 1% of people. There are people who are super smart, super tactical, but they're slow, they're unfit, and then they struggle. And they're not going to make it. There are people who have got all three. They are talented in terms of their skills. They practice their skills. They can 1v1. They can hit a pass. They've got a great first touch. They can dribble. They are smart. They know what to do. They're fast. They're fit. They're strong. But mentally, they're not there. 
in terms of they don't have the desire to improve, they don't have the desire to, to go the extra mile, they're not going to try to um, uh, do the extra things, or they're not going to even have the, the mental strength to overcome maybe one little injury. Or maybe they're so good that they go up a division, they get scouted. But maybe, you know, they're just not quite there yet, so they bench a couple games. And they don't know how to handle that. They've always been the best player ever. They don't know how to be on the bench. And they spit the dummy. Or they lose confidence because they've been on the bench a couple times. Well, congrats. You've gone up a division. You're, you're, you're leveling up. Some people can't handle that. Some people don't know how to handle that. And so once again, they've all three. But they haven't got the fourth, so they don't make it. They got to first division. They were so close. But they didn't know how to handle not being the best, for example. So... You need all four. Or, another thing, they've got all three, but they don't do the work in terms of injury prevention. The mental, the mentality, the mental side goes in regards to your work ethic, doing the one percenters. Can I be bothered stretching? Can I be bothered uh, massages, uh, doing foam rolling? Can I be bothered um, learning about some exercises to, comp- to help um, my biomechanics? Because I might be someone who's got really weak hamstrings. I might be someone who's got sore knees every now and then. Am I doing the work to strengthen those knees? Am I doing the work to increase my mobility? It's up to you. But if you don't have the mentality of that, if you don't have the obsession to succeed, the obsession to, <clears throat> to get better, uh, you've only got three parts of the four-part recipe. And someone's going to have those four parts. And that means they're going to be better than you. So this is the reality. This is the main part. If you have this, then it's very easy to get the rest of it. If you are a sensational player that has all four parts, then all you have to do is ask someone like me, ask someone, any coach, and say, hey, look, can I have a trial here? Can you get me into a training session? You could be 35 years old and you're the best player in the world. You're going to get picked up. They're going to say, yes, you're the best. The issue is people get these opportunities, but they're not the best. And so they go to these opportunities, they don't get picked, and they go, oh, what's happened? This is priority, becoming the best you can be as quickly as you can. If you are the best player possible, you're going to be successful. It just is. It's Coaches want the best players. You're going to be fine. The rest of it is just um, a couple phone calls, you know, going to, like we're starting this Valencia trip. If If you were the best player in the world, but no one knew you, then all you have to do is go to one trip, one experience, one trial, and you will be then known. But of course, you have to have that one opportunity. So, level step one, become as good as possible. And then for some God knows reason that no one knows how good you are, then you need to create an opportunity and then capitalize on that opportunity. Step two and step three can happen very quickly. A couple phone calls, done. One trip, done. But oftentimes you'll realize, okay, for example, this Valencia trip, you may go on this Valencia trip and you may realize you're not even close to being even nearly subpar to the players that are overseas. And so you're not going to make it. So step one, don't need to worry about anything else besides improving your skills, your technical ability, improving your tactical ability, your physical ability, and your mental ability. If you want to become a professional player, those are the four things you must do. That's all there is to it. But becoming 
the best in these four categories is a whole different ball game. That's 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 hard work. That's having you know great coaches around you. That's having the the work ethic to train every day, the ability to look after your body even though you're training every day, and listening to your body saying, "Hey, look, I'm training every day, but this day I feel I don't feel." Like it's going to be beneficial. I feel like I'm going to hurt myself. I feel like I'm so tired. I'm going to injure myself. I got to have a day off. Being smart. Okay, I got to rest. I got to do recovery. I got to stretch. I got to do foam rolling. I can't train today. I have to take the day off. Managing injuries is very important as well. But that's a whole different topic. All right. So that's our general gist. Um, these are probably going to be how the podcasts are going to be from now on. It's more up my alley, and it's easier for me. Um, I don't need to travel an hour to do a podcast and take up my whole day. Um, but when we do have a guest that someone wants to come on, we're going to go to Anasio Studio. It's going to be awesome. Great cameras, not this uh, laptop webcam. It's going to be better. Uh, but this is how the podcast will be for now. Um, so, yes, if you have any questions, if you have any topics you want to talk about, awesome. We've got some YouTube uh, some ideas here in terms of tactical masterclass and learning about positions using this tactical uh, board up here being able to show formations, showing positions, where you should be depending on who has the ball, the whole works. I'm here to try to help my academy players, but of course um, the audience that are overseas and wherever else, here to help you, all right? And of course, take my information with a grain of salt. You know, I only know what I know. I'm only sharing what I know. There's probably a billion other better coaches than me, for sure, I have no idea. But this is what I know. This is the information that I can give you. And I'm just here to help as much as I can or as little as you think I am. All right. Cool. Easy enough. Thank you. Ta.